Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh, can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. Say, take it easy, Mother. Don't fret and worry about what to serve as a special surprise dinner for the family. Just relax, because here's the answer. It's Kroger Quality Beef. Man, oh man, talk about tastiness. Why, there's a world of delicious eating enjoyment packed into tender Kroger-quality beef. Yes, sirree, it's tender, it's tasty, it's delicious. So there's just no doubt that Kroger-quality beef will make your dinner a real banquet, a meal that's bound to have the folks at your house smiling and sighing in pleased satisfaction. You see, Kroger-quality beef is carefully selected from the very best beef that's available on the market today. It's tender, it's tasty, and brimming with flavorful juices. And say, keep this in mind, too. Kroger quality beef is economically priced. That's right. It's a thrifty buy as well as a tasty buy. So visit your Kroger store and get delicious Kroger quality beef. Remember, Kroger quality beef is available only at your Kroger store, and it's the very best beef you can buy today. Get Kroger quality beef at your Kroger store soon. And now, Hearts in Harmony. Freddie Lang finally got up enough courage to go to see the wealthy Mrs. Carrie Carlton about the money he stole from her. Because she knows about his previous police record, Freddie is certain that Mrs. Carlton is going to send him to jail. And he's doubly certain of it when she says... Young man, you are obviously a confirmed criminal with a record of several arrests. And I think it's time someone did something about it. You got that info from Madeline Dodge, didn't you, Mrs. Carlton? I might have known it that day it spilled to you. It doesn't matter where I got the information, Mr. Lang. The important thing is I have it, and it changes my whole attitude about the disposition of this case. Oh, you ain't gonna let me settle by paying back the dough a little each month, huh? I knew that was all too good to be on a level. We'll come to the matter of the money in a moment. Young man, how many times have you been arrested? Three times. You ought to know. Yes, that's right. Three times. Well, if you do know, what are you asking me for? I want to see if you will admit the truth. Sure, I will. Why not? You know the whole story. The point is, I don't know the whole story. I know what you've done, but I don't know why, and I want to know why. You want to know why what? Why you chose to steal? Because I needed the dough. I don't mean in the case of the $2,000 you took from me. I want to know why you committed these other crimes. Oh, a lot of reasons, Mrs. C. Well, what reasons? Figure it out for yourself. I was a wise guy for one thing. I thought it was a neat trick to lift something that didn't belong to me and get away with it. I see. Is that the only reason? No, I got to swiping things because it was a way to make a living. Well, I... Sort of a living, anyway. I take it you didn't live well. <laughs> there were a couple of years there when I just managed to stay alive. That was all when I had to give the big fella half of all I took, though. The big fellow? Yeah. Who was he? The boss. Guy named Bill Carver. He's in the jug now. I think they gave the bum life. Oh, this Mr. Carver forced you to steal. No, no, no. He didn't force us to. He took us amateurs and he made professionals out of us. Got us organized, you know. We was just a bunch of dumb kids stealing apples when Carver came along. Nah, he didn't force us to steal. He just showed us how to steal and how to make a profit out of it. 
Then you work for this man Carver quite willingly. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I thought I was a big shot, too. Well, I almost got myself picked up by the cops one night, and then I got scared and I wanted to quit. You were afraid, or you were getting some sense? Well, maybe it was just a little of both. Anyhow, Carver wouldn't let me quit then. Wouldn't let none of the gang quit. Then when you were first arrested, you were being forced to steal. Well, yeah, I guess so. But I'd been stealing without being forced for a long time. You see, it was for one of those jobs that I pulled when I thought I liked stealing that the cops finally nabbed me. If the police took you into custody, why weren't you sent to jail? Got a lucky break. I scrammed out of town and I came up here to see my uncle, Professor Rogers. Maybe you know him. I've heard of him. Yeah, well, anyway, he he was a federal agent at the time, working on a case up here. I thought maybe he could sort of help me out, you know, get me off with maybe a light rap or something. A light rap? Yeah, a rap, you know, sentence. Maybe talk the judge into going easy on me. Oh, yes, of course. And did he? Well, he sure tried to. But it was Gibbsy that, uh, Miss Gibbs, that really went to work for me. She got the judge to let me off with just a suspended sentence. And so you decided to stay in Rossville and live with the Gibbs family and continue to get into trouble. Look, I ain't trying to put the finger on nobody else, Mrs. C. But the scrapes that I got into up here in Rossville weren't all my fault. No? No. But you were arrested again. Twice, I think. Yeah, that's right. But each time I beat the rap, and each time I had Gibbsy to thank for it, too. And when Carver broke jail in New York, he came up here to Rossville to look me up. Like a jerk, instead of turning him over to the cops, I let him scare me into trying a couple more jobs again. Trying, you say? Yeah, I was just beginning to get smart, and I put the squash on both the jobs before we had a chance to pull them. The what? The squash? Yeah, I queered them. Did what? For Pete's sake, Mrs. C., can't you speak English? Obviously not your kind of English. You mean you did something that made it impossible for you and this carver person to go through with your, uh, your, um... Jobs. Yes, jobs. Yeah, that's right. My goodness, what a strange thing to call a theft, a job. A job. Yes, I suppose to people who make a living by what they steal, a theft is a job. It's a dirty job. It sure is. But go on, there's more to your story, isn't there? No, I... I don't think so. You see, the cops finally nabbed Carver, and the bum did me the only one favor that makes up for all the dirty stuff that he pulled on me. He told the cops the truth about me. He told them that he forced me to work for him, and he explained how I... Well, how Put I... Put the uh... squash on the job. Yeah, that's right. Now you're talking. That's it. So anyway, the cops, they sprung me, and I took the straight and the narrow. I thought I was getting some sense until I went off my nut again and filched those two G's from Gibbsy. Young man, your language is extremely fascinating, but does it really mean anything? Look, lady, I can't help the way I talk anymore, and I can help the things that I do. Now, what do you say we stop all this chinning around, huh, and get this thing over with? You gonna sick the law on me for lifting up those two G's? Well, as you know, when I first heard that you took that money of mine from Miss Gibbs... I was under the impression that you were an upstanding young man who suddenly found himself in desperate need of money. And I understood, too, that you didn't really feel that you were stealing. Well, no, I didn't think so at the time. I thought I was just borrowing. And would have been borrowing if you were a man who had never before in his life taken anything that didn't belong to him. Oh. Now I get it. You mean that once a bum, always a bum, huh? Wouldn't you feel that way if I had a criminal record and after behaving myself for many months, took money from you? 
Mm, yeah, I... I guess so. Okay, then. What happens to me? I take the rap this time? I'm coming to that. I decided to let you return the money to me in monthly payments as if I'd given you the money as a loan. But you don't loan a dime to a crook, that it? I lend money. In fact, I give money to people whom I feel deserve it and will put it to a good and worthwhile use. Lady, I didn't swipe that dough of yours to buy myself a bag of lollipops. I'm know. well aware of why you took the money, young man. Because of that money, you and Mr. Paul Williams are well established in the business. Well, I thought we were. Till you pulled in the offer. Young man, a moment ago, I said your language fascinated me. Well, that's not the only thing about you that intrigues me. I have always heard about men and women who begin life in the shadows of poverty and want and take to ways of crime because that seems to them to be the only way. I've heard about them, but I've never known one. You know one now, but don't cry about it. Yes, Mr. Lang, you committed a crime again, a serious crime. And by all the laws of society, you should be punished. Look, slap me with just one law, will you, Mrs. C? That'll bang the bars loud enough behind me. Young man, I have a surprise for you. I don't get surprised by going to jail, Mrs. C. No? Well, that's too bad. It points out very clearly that you yourself have no hope that you'll ever be more than what you were in the beginning. That makes me feel all the more strongly that I must do something to make sure that you never... Johnny, hmm? you think the fire needs another log? I could stand one, Penny, but I think just a little prodding and shaking will be enough for now. There. How's that for a blade? Oh, wonderful. What time is it? It's getting late. How long has Freddie been with Mrs. Carlton? Well, it's a long time. Let's see. Five, no, a little over six hours now. Johnny, she's had him arrested. I know she has. Well, I'll, I'll call the police station if you want. No. No, that, that doesn't seem wise. If, if Freddie isn't there, it may make matters worse. Look. Hmm? Look, let me tell you something. Let oh. me explain something to you. Right. I'm working for Mrs. Carlton because, in spite of her wealth, and in spite of her gruff manner, and in spite of all the stories you may have heard about her, Mrs. Carlton's a, a very kind and friendly human being. Johnny, she's an old woman who's in trouble and helpless to do anything about it. Penny, I think you're a fool to work for her. And just how serious can a trouble be? Not so serious... Johnny, but... she's in such serious trouble that I pretended to take things lightly, almost kid about my job, act as if it didn't really matter, but it was all an act. It was an act to cover up the real truth. Because the nature of Mrs. Carlton's difficulties just can't be revealed yet, Johnny. Are you kidding no, I'm not kidding. I'm serious. I'm going to do this job for Mrs. Carlton, Johnny, no matter what she does to Freddie or what happens to me. I can't tell you what I'm doing, but it's an important job and a hard job. And if I seem to be laughing at it every now and then, don't you be fooled. I'm just pretending. Say, this is beginning to scare me. <laughs> Scares me, too, when I think about it too much. That, that's why I pretend it's really not important, Johnny. Look, promise me that... Oh. Hey, anybody home? 
Freddy. Freddy. Freddy, what happened? Oh, hi, Kipsy. Hi, Mr. Keith. Freddy, you're smiling. What happened? Smiling, am I? Well, listen, I've been laughing all the way home. Well, well did you see Mrs. Carlton? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Keith. I saw oh, her. Oh, Freddy, right. what did she say? Oh, she said a mouthful, Kipsy. Yeah, we can guess that. You've been gone so long. But what, what did she say, Freddy? Is everything all right, or are you going to jail? Well, Mr. Keith... You're looking at Mr. Fred Lang, businessman, success, and ex-jailbird with the accent on the X. Oh, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Now, tell us what Mrs. Carlton said and, and just exactly what's going to happen. Well, you see, Gibsy, it's this way. Nothing's going to happen, except that maybe you're probably going to fall over when I tell you what Mrs. C thinks of me. Yeah, okay. She's going to fall over. For Pete's sake, Freddie, will you tell us exactly <laughs> come what on, now, she said? Exactly, okay, Freddie. Okay, exactly. Here, here goes. Now, now, line up and I'll all tell right, you all right, about though. it. Hurry up. Get, get behind Gibsy and catch her in case she faints, will you, all Johnny? Right, I will. Old Lady C told me that I'm the first bum she ever had any respect oh, for. Oh, get Freddy. that. <laughs> and instead of making me alone on those 2,000 clams, she's going to just up and give it to me for being an all right guy. So, Freddy is out of danger of going to jail, and Mrs. Carlton has given him the $2,000. This is obviously the end of Freddy Lang's troubles. But what of Penny's future in her strange job for Mrs. Carlton? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Ladies, it's really no problem at all to serve your family a top-notch, sure-to-please dinner. Why, it's as simple as adding two and two. Just visit your Kroger store, step up to the counter, and get Kroger quality beef. The beef you can buy with confidence, because it's the very best beef currently available. What a wonderful thrill for your family when you serve them a dinner featuring a tender, juicy steak or crusty brown roast beef. What a comfort to you to know that your dinner is not only nutritious and wholesome, but just the kind of dinner your folks were hoping for. So be sure to visit your Kroger store soon and get Kroger quality beef. It's just right for your dinnertime needs. And remember this, Kroger quality beef is the very best beef you can get today. So don't delay. Buy Kroger quality beef. It's delicious. Now your local announcer.